listening to the Top Knots and Double Shots podcast, where we believe every woman deserves to be happy, healthy, and totally fulfilled. We're breaking through the mom guilt, quitting that negative self-talk, and diving into how to find your joy, your passion, and your tribe. I'm your host, Amanda Masterson. So throw your hair into a top knot, grab a cup of coffee, and let's chat. Hello, and welcome back. Today, we are going to be talking about excuses. Yes, excuses. As a health coach, I hear excuses from other women all day, every day. As a mom, I hear excuses from my kids all day, every day. As a dental hygienist, I hear excuses from my patients all day, every day. Now, I don't remember where I heard this, but somewhere I heard that excuses are like butts. Everyone has them and they all stink. Am I right? Like, how true is that? I think as we get older, though, we stop labeling them as excuses. And we start justifying our excuses. And in our minds, that gives them more validity and more weight. And then we hide behind our excuses. We even start believing them. When I'm talking to other women about starting their own health journey or starting an exercise routine or a nutrition program, what breaks my heart the most is when they are so excited to get started, they've taken that first step, they've reached out for guidance, but then they slowly back away because of an excuse. This breaks my heart because let me tell you something, you are worthy. You are worthy of daily self-care time. You are worthy of being in great physical health, mental health, spiritual health. Your kids are worthy of seeing their mama set that example of a healthy lifestyle for them and being confident as she does it. One thing I've come to realize over time is that all of our excuses are really very similar. We all have different life experiences, yes, and we are all going through different things at different times, But all of the varying excuses really boil down to just a few root excuses. And so today, we are going to break down the most common excuses and how to overcome those excuses. Because spoiler alert, they are all just that, just excuses. No matter how valid you think yours is, it's just an excuse and it can be overcome. So first of all, I think we really need to dive into how to identify our excuses. Because, like I said, I think many of us, myself included, don't even recognize them as excuses. Because we've given them so much validity and weight, and we've come to view them as just facts, or life, or circumstances outside of our control. We become complacent with our reality. One of the easiest ways to identify an excuse is to look for if-then statements. This is such an easy way to identify the excuses that we're using daily, especially if you're sitting there listening to this and telling yourself that you're not using excuses in your life on the daily and this podcast isn't for you. I promise you, you are using excuses in at least one area of your life And this podcast is going to help you not only identify them, but overcome them. So let's look at if-then statements. For example, if I had more time, I would totally work out each day. If I wasn't so tired, 
if the baby didn't get me up all night, then I would wake up earlier to work out or read my devotionals. If the kids were a little more independent, then I could focus on my side hustle or going back to school. If we didn't have bills to pay, then I would totally take that risk, go back to school, start my own business. If I wasn't so out of shape, then I could totally jump into an accountability group like that. When we make if-then statements, we are assuming that our then can't happen before the if. But that's just not true. And if you really look at your thens, those are your dreams. And maybe you haven't even spoken your dreams out loud because they just seem too big and you're allowing your current situation or circumstances stop you from even dreaming. But I want to challenge you because behind every dream, there's a why. So I want you to identify your why behind your dream. And then the next time you catch yourself making one of these if-then excuses, I want you to stop and reframe it. Say, despite the obstacles I'm currently facing, I'm going to find a way to do the thing because... So for example, despite the fact that I'm super busy, I'm going to find the time to work out each day because I know this will fill my cup and enable me to be more present for my family. Despite being so dang tired, I'm going to still wake up 30 minutes earlier to work out or read my devotion because I know this will energize me and bring new energy to my soul. Even though the kids are still young, I'm going to find cracks in my day to still focus on building my coaching business, my Etsy business, my boutique, my art lessons, because it is important for me to identify as more than just mama. Because we have bills to pay, I'm going to focus that much harder on starting my own business so I can have the financial freedom and the time freedom that I desire for my family. As you can see, when you reframe your excuses and identify both your dream and your why, you will become more energized to tackle your dreams instead of feeling defeated and held down by your current circumstances. There's also power in speaking your dreams out loud. So now let's take a look at four specific excuses that I hear all the time. Number one, the excuse of gratitude. This may seem like an odd excuse on the surface. Gratitude, after all, is such an important part of having a healthy mindset. But are you burying your excuses in gratitude? Are you framing excuses in gratitude, especially inauthentic gratitude? Inauthentic gratitude is when we pretend that things are all butterflies and rainbows, when we really feel like things are falling down around us. And we use gratitude, especially inauthentic gratitude, as an excuse for inaction. Let me give you a couple of examples. Let's say you absolutely hate your job, but you use gratitude as an excuse by saying that you're so thankful for this job that you hate because it pays the bills and supports your family. But let me ask you, what are you doing to change your circumstances? Sometimes we feel like we don't have options. Sometimes we feel like we aren't worthy of more. Sometimes we are afraid to make a change or angry with our current circumstances. So we take that fear and anger and we spin it into gratitude. But let me tell you, sis, You can be thankful for what that job is providing for you while also actively looking 
for something better that suits you better. Another example might go something like this. You lack confidence in your postpartum body. You hate the way you feel and the way you look, but you continue to tell yourself, I'm so thankful for this body because it grew a tiny human. And yes, you 100% should celebrate the fact that your body grew another human. And it's important to love your body, but if you have zero confidence and you lack energy, then don't let your gratitude for what your body has done and created be an excuse that pulls you from focusing on that which you can control. In this case, you can control whether or not you move your body, and you can control how you fuel your body. When it comes to the job that you hate, you can be thankful for that job providing for your family. But don't let that be an excuse for you to not look for another job or start your own business or side hustle and make a plan to be able to leave behind that job you despise. Rather, practice true gratitude. True gratitude inspires you to take action and to be thankful in the journey at the same time. Don't let gratitude for the results of passivity become more important than the bravery it takes to no longer just accept your current situation as the best it's ever going to get. Let your true gratitude inspire you to act. Okay, number two, let's talk about the excuse of mom guilt. This excuse, although I'm going to talk about mom guilt, is really the excuse of a role that you're in. It could be the role of mom. It could be the role of wife. It could be the role that you play at work. It could be the role of daughter. But whatever role it is, let's be totally honest about it. I'm going to talk about the role of mom. So let's be honest. How many of us have given ourselves an out due to mom life? I don't have time for blah, 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 because I'm too busy with the kids. I don't have the extra money to spend on myself. I'm too tired because the baby kept me up all night. I can't leave my kids for an hour every week to take that art class I've been dying to take. Or maybe it's an excuse based on an incorrect truth that you hold. For example, good moms don't take time away from their kids to go out for a girl's night. Good moms don't have hobbies for themselves. We know that those things aren't true. But for some reason, something in our past has allowed us to create that as a truth that you hold subconsciously. So if you're using any of these excuses, I want you to just stop because it's that easy, right? But hear me when I say this. You cannot pour from an empty cup. As moms, we often put ourselves and our needs last. But this is a trend that needs to stop. It is so important that we take care of ourselves first so we can take care of our families and our children. And I know we all know this. But something happens when we do become brave enough to focus on our needs. You know how it goes. We make plans to go out with our girlfriends for dinner or we set our alarm for 30 minutes earlier so we can get our workout in. But then a toddler is crying and clinging to our leg and not wanting us to leave. 
or one of those toddlers gets up with us when our alarm goes off and wants to watch bubble guppies instead of mommy's workout video. And then mom guilt sets in and we're pulled again to abandon our needs for the needs or wants of our children. And we use it as an excuse. So it's time to identify it as the excuse that it is, call it out, and stop it. Another very common excuse is one of scarcity. A mindset of scarcity tells us that we don't have enough of a certain resource to be able to do something. This excuse usually rears its head as I don't have the extra money for dot dot dot. But allowing money to be the final determiner of potential shuts down an abundance mindset. An abundance mindset says, maybe I don't have the money to start my own business right now, but how can I get the money? What's a step I can make today to get me closer to realizing my dream? Is there something that I can sell that I'm not using anymore? Could I bring in an extra income somehow or start a side hustle that brings me joy and additional money flow? Are there things I'm currently spending my money on that aren't really necessities? You know, like that daily latte or the three lunches out each week or your monthly subscriptions to Netflix, Hulu, and Disney+. Plus. When you ask yourselves these questions, framed in abundance, and when you're honest with yourself, you can usually find a way to afford to start your own business, or pay for that fitness package, or buy the healthy food that costs more than the prepackaged foods you've become accustomed to buying. And the funny thing about this scarcity mindset is that we don't let it affect our children. Think about it. What if your child needed something? You would move heaven and earth to figure out how to get whatever it was that your child needed. You can do the same thing for yourself, mama. Remind yourself of your why. Then figure out how to make it work. Because you are worth it. Okay, lastly, let's talk about the excuse of overwhelm. Change can be scary. Change can trigger anxiety. Change can be overwhelming. Change can be paralyzing even. I mean, let's be honest, not many people actually like change. So what happens is we get too comfortable in our current uncomfortable situation. We justify that, yeah, maybe we aren't living our ideal life or living under ideal circumstances, but we rationalize that it's not that bad. It's not worth the effort that would be needed to actually change our circumstances. And so we settle. The thing is, change is hard. But it's also hard to live a life that you know doesn't fill your soul, doesn't fulfill your calling from God, or doesn't utilize you to your full potential. So you have to choose your hard. And I know it can be so overwhelming to change because it's easy to identify the big scary goal, but then the details to get there can seem impossible. But do you know how to eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time, right? That's how you tackle any big scary goal, one step at a time. So start by writing it down, the goal, and then your why, and then all of the steps and a deadline. Now, just take the first step. Do the first thing. Make creating momentum the goal. 
because it's in the small, seemingly inconsequential, consistent actions that dreams are achieved. I want to leave you with a few thoughts. First of all, excuses are natural. They are a natural defense mechanism. Change is hard and scary and oftentimes can seem too big a feat to achieve. Identifying the excuses that are holding you back, well, that's just the first step to change, to achieving your goals and your dreams. You are literally one choice away from a totally different life. Think about that. Your life moves in the direction of your strongest thoughts. The words you use, the words you think, they matter. Because repeated thoughts create neural pathways, kind of like ruts in your brain. And so when things get hard, when you fall and feel like you failed, and let me tell you, this is going to happen. It happens to all of us. But when it does happen, your mind is going to slip back into the neural pathways or ruts that are the deepest. The ruts that are created by your strongest, most consistent thoughts. So pay attention to the words and thoughts you speak to yourself because they will become your deepest ruts. The ruts you will fall back into when things get hard. So go, go speak truth and life into your dreams. Ditch your excuses. Adopt an attitude of true gratitude, a mindset of abundance, and commit to tackling your dreams and achieving your goals one step at a time. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that my talk has given you some insight into not only the excuses that you're making in your life and how they're holding you back, but I hope you got some real nuggets that will help you to tackle those excuses, kick them to the curb, and live your best life possible, the one that God intended you to live. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Top Knots and Double Shots podcast. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. If you loved what you heard today, I would so appreciate it if you would drop me a review. And if you had any mega takeaways, share them with your friends, your neighbors, heck, anybody. Share them on your Instagram and your Facebook stories too and tag me at Partying With Twins. Until next time, ladies, keep your top knots high and your coffee hot and love the life you're living.